Terrible Toby's is Kitchener's independent, community-driven pet supply store. Conveniently located just outside of downtown Kitchener, Terrible Toby's has created a new way to shop for your pet, combining fun, educational moments with an easy and convenient experience. Join Terrible Toby's for their weekly neighborhood walks, monthly nail trimming clinics, or their next pet portrait day. Learn more in-store or follow Terrible Toby's on Facebook and Instagram for all their updates. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your host, Justina McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. But today we have a special co-host with us, Rachel. Yes. Hi, I'm Mackenzie for today. <laughs> Amazing. We have our Mackenzie fill-in. So Rachel's a member of the Dog Friendly KW team. And obviously we are here live today at the second annual holiday festival. Um, very excited to be here on Gockle in downtown Kitchener. Um, Pet festival is presented by our wonderful partners at Pet Value. So big shout out to them. We can get some crowd cheer. Woo! Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So what is happening at the holiday festival today, Rachel? What have we been up to? Oh my gosh. What have we not been up to? I think is the better question. It's been such a jam packed filled day from tricks to ugly sweater contests and pack walks and vendors and everything in between. Yeah, it's been a very, very festive day. Um, Rachel actually helped facilitate um, the trick workshop this morning. What are some of the tricks that you taught the dogs? You had some a festive flair, right? We did. We tried to bring a little bit of holiday cheer into the tricks that we taught. So we did the Nutcracker March where the pups learn to walk on their hind legs or an assisted walk. Um, we did Kiss Under the Mistletoe, where they learned to do a little kiss on the cheek while you held mistletoe up above. That is adorable. And rocking around the Christmas tree. Uh, I think we need to do a dog-friendly KW reel that gives a little tutorial of how to do all these tricks, um, because those sound amazing, and I'm sure those that weren't here would love to learn. Um, so for those that are here live at the festival, we always love community questions. So if at any point you have a question for us on the podcast, we will answer any question related to dogs, essentially. If it's dog related, we'll talk about it. Um, so if you do have a question, you can just give a, a wave or a yell and our wonderful team member, Paulina, will come over and get your question and then yell it out to us. So if you have a question, wave at any time. Otherwise, we have a little bank of questions that was submitted by the community and we will draw them at random and we've done no prep work for these. So you're getting everything off the fly today. All right, should we draw our first question while our community members are brainstorming amazing questions? I think we should. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Rachel, do the honors. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm not ready for such an honor. This is this is too much. Okay. Oh my gosh. Rachel's pulling a number out of a bag. <laughs> and we have number six. Number six. Okay. Question number six. Oh, I love this. Okay. How do you maintain a fun and enriching routine with your dog during the winter months when the weather is less cooperative? You know, I think that's a great question. And I don't mind taking a 
crack at that first because I feel like I've had to, you know, dial back a little bit and be a little bit more creative with Luffy's injury. So, you know, he's a drivey boy and had to keep him really busy. So I think, you know, making sure that you, for the most part, try and keep a routine that you have. So keeping your breakfast the same, your walkies the same if you can. Um, and adding in a little bit of, you know, enrichment type activities. We have lots of great snuffle mat vendors here or doggy puzzles are great. Or, you know, Sniffscape when it opens is a great one too. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, Sniffscape is coming back in 2024. So stay tuned for that. That will keep you busy all winter long. Yeah, you know, I think that it's just, you know, most important to make sure that... Um, your pups are happy and you're happy. The holidays can be a really stressful time and dogs can really pick up on that vibe. So yes, for sure. Especially when routines are changing and and all of those sorts of pieces. I think for me, the biggest, um, kind of barrier I've had to jump over with like winter weather is making sure that I have all the gear I need to go out in cold or rainy temperatures so you'll see the really obnoxious poncho I'm wearing that is so I can go out in the rain I also have a very obnoxious winter coat so I can go out on walks even when it's super cold having good footwear I find just even just being equipped for those pieces makes me feel like I can still get out for that walk and do some things outside even when the weather is less desirable yeah I think that brings up a really good point is that we have to take care of ourselves and make sure that we're prepared in order to be able to be in the best you know place to be able to take care and be there for our dogs so I think that's awesome yes amazing okay so reminder if you are live here at the festival and if you have a question for us give an a, a big wave and we'll get your question collected otherwise we are going to draw our next question drum roll <laughs> this is so hard with gloves on okay question four. Oh yeah so question four is what are some of the things at the top of the christmas list for dogs on the dog friendly kw team oh my goodness okay so don't tell my dog because he's not here uh marshall's not here he was here this morning but i bought him his christmas present here today I know, big deal. Uh, paws and dogs, just over here in the shipping container on the end. They have very, very durable snuffle mats. And Marshall is a big energetic boy. So I bought him an avocado snuffle mat. And that is what he's going to get for Christmas. And if he had a Christmas list, I think that would be at the top of it. You know, I, knowing Marshall for quite some time, I do agree. I think that would be right at the top of his Christmas list as well. He's so lucky. <laughs> He is. Um, you know, I did a little bit of Christmas shopping for the dudes today <gasps> as well. No way. Yeah, I know. Shocking. Me spending money on my dogs. Never. <laughs> um, so, you know, I did some perusing and, you know, got some photos with Victor. And I think that's the gift that, you know, always keeps on giving is getting timeless photos with the photo wizard himself. With tiny Santa hats. Yes. If you are not aware of the tiny Santa hat trend, they sell them in three packs at Dollarama. Also, shout out to Dollarama. Sponsor us, please. Still <laughs> waiting on my Dollarama sponsorship. Um, they have clip-on Santa hats, and they're really tiny, and they're adorable. Um, so go get those at Dollarama and put them on your dog all the time because it's adorable. 
Yeah, it is. And then I also got some really cool lick mats from Potato & Co. Amazing. Yeah. And um, some a staple in our household is the CBD treats from Lou & D. Yes. Their stuff is, I mean, Marshall tells me it's delicious. I can't <laughs> confirm myself. Um, and they do tend to have a calming effect. So... Yeah. Amazing. You know, I might out Tony here a little bit. I don't think he'll ever listen anyways. But um, he, you know, likes to quality check a lot of <laughs> the dog's treats and, and food, except for raw food. You know, that's a little little questionable. So I can ask him for a, a solid review from Lou and D. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get Tony to eat some CBD <laughs> treats. Also, l- tell him to let us know if there's a calming effect. Okay. Wanna, well. wanna, yeah, some user testing. Okay. We're going to do one more question. Call for any questions in the community. Give us your spicy questions. Okay, Okay, we have our first question from the audience. So we know that dogs have really subtle um, body language. And as we head into the cold weather, obviously there are things like shivering or anything like that that might indicate that a dog is cold but is there anything else that we should be keeping an eye out for as we keep a dog out in the cold go for walks whatever it might be to make sure that they're not getting too cold okay so the question was about managing your dog's safety in cold temperatures so how can you observe their body language to make sure that they are comfortable um, throughout the winter when it tends to be colder out Rachel you want to take a take a stab at this first yeah for sure so um, you know, I think one thing that is a really big indicator for me with my dogs, um, is especially with Sabo, if he doesn't want to sit down, he's usually really cold. His, his poor little bum is usually cold. Um, and then the paw lifting is usually a really big indicator as well that the feet are cold or the salt is irritating their feet. Yeah, I think the paws are definitely a huge indicator if they're doing that like little prance stance where you can tell they don't want to have their paws on the ground probably an indicator that they're a little uncomfortable and then I mean I would say just know your dog know your breed of dog you know what is their coat like I mean I have a dog that was born in northern Manitoba so I hope that just biologically he's just a little more equipped for the winter uh, than you know some of the dogs that maybe have shorter coats or smaller Um, so you know you can dress them for the wetter wet the wetter um, put a cute jacket on them, cute sweater, um, and make sure they stay nice and toasty all winter long. Yeah, I think those are some really great points. Amazing. Well, that takes us to the end of our first set of questions. We are going to take a very quick break, and we will be back for a few more questions in the second block. So if you have any questions, get them ready now, and we'll get to them in a little bit. 